Welcome to HR Club powered by Woki.ai, a podcast series for people leaders to talk about employee engagement, performance and growth. Hey, hi, this is PB your host and today we have Nimisha with us. Uh it's my pleasure to have you first and uh, second is like uh, giving out your time uh, today and uh, Nimisha comes with almost 13 plus years of experience in the HR industry she is a thought leader she has been mentoring startups she has been uh there in the ecosystem educating helping new young generation hrs to build their career uh, being uh, building that uh, people and empathetic layer and uh, and she has been amazing for uh, all of us so nimisha welcome i'll and 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 i'd love to start with your mantra that you have shared across like while, while we were chatting that believe in yourself so how that has worked for you in last uh, 13 years in the industry okay okay thank you uh, pb and first of all for having me in your show and for the gracious introduction so it's been really great um that, that, that is very less for the amount of work that you have done to be very honest yeah thank you that you you're being very generous um so i would say uh, you know the mantra what i believe that is my power starts with belief in myself and i would say it just started with uh, you know probably in the past few years but though it has been there within me for initial days because that's where i chose what i wanted to be my connections my strength has been into the people behavior understanding the uh, the psychology of it so these two were definitely my strengths and i felt that uh, you know the human you know discovering the potential in human was what led me to a career in human resource and that's something i felt and eventually when i got an opportunity to be in different sectors of hr where i primarily uh, was there in retail or freight forwarding industry and and it i felt that though it is of various segments of hr i was also able to portray the different roles in hr whether it was i started with recruitment i was in hr generalist that is what we call hr operations uh, then i was able to play the global lead role also handling the global region and now being hr business partner so it all started with definitely that belief that yes i have the potential within me where i am i have the purpose within me to what i wanted to do the second thing is i also took a break in my career so the break had actually helped me to reinvent myself and that's what i would say that you know i reinvented myself and then uh, especially for the last two years especially during the pandemic and that's where i emerged back with the way probably you are all watching me or hearing me out and i absolutely agree pandemic has been tough with lot of lot of uh... uh no from the employer side and the employee side both end it has been tough on both both the person and uh, and uh, and but but i we have also seen good amount of people structuring happening across in the whole uh, whole uh, spectrum there have been uh, more empathetic kind of policies or or you can say 
kind of uh, initiatives that companies are taking right now and uh, so yeah just to just to just to recall and just to touch base when we talk about general challenges i'd love to know about what the metrics is that we see is performance performance is one of the strong metrics that we take when when we talk about uh how to maintain a employee life cycle how to make a culture centric culture fit company first so we we talk about uh performance and how we can manage those performance metrics so so being a being a hr person and uh, and i think i think it's not going to be a very easy answer or a very white or black kind of answer uh, but but i i really want to understand your views on how how you see performance management both from employer side and as well as from the employee side needs of having the performance management uh, especially i could recall from the time when i started uh, my career there were three basic needs that is the employee felt or you know that they he or she or the employee needs to be recognized the second thing was they felt they have to be appreciated and that's why during the performance management you would see how much the goals they have been assigned what they have been fulfilled and then also based on that you are rewarding the employees for their performance what they have done so these three were the basic things which existed earlier and even nowadays also but you know the things which have evolved especially after the pandemic is people are the employees not even the employees i would say the organization are more inclined towards you know helping the employees find their career goals so as a professional the employee the organization is taking responsibility for their professional career growth and as well as for the employee itself that okay i have joined here probably i've got your 5 years experience or 10 years now what next so what am i going to do next in my career so that is the responsibility which the trend which we have seen nowadays i call it as future growth or the career goals the second thing is it has become you know after the pandemic that we understand the value of human connection more because True. we have seen you know especially because whether it is digital technology fine but the understanding so as an employee the workforce which is a major strength in an any organization so as an employee it is very important to understand what are their strength area of strength or your area of uh, you know improvement because that is where the employee is keen to take the high responsibility of the work even the organization is trying to make it how they can make the work more challenging which is more passion for the employees to work towards or look forward to so that is number point two where they are looking forward to work on the area of strength or you tell the area of improvement areas where they need to work the third thing is the purpose alignment so i am doing this job okay so probably like i am doing in the hr so my role as an hr business partner how are my my values or my purposes inclined with the organization which is into the that role so what is that role what the organization has and how am i contributing what 
with my role brother purpose how is it aligned towards it so that also plays an important role in the performance management so through the performance management you are letting the employee know how valuable you are and your contribution towards the organization's revenue and the fourth point which i wanted to bring it out is definitely the enhancing the learning needs as i said about the career goal you wanted to increase so today at you at this level and now yes technology is evolving or the market is evolving how well we can help you to learn with the new technology as well as from the employee perspective how well i can enhance my learning needs so these are you know some of the things which as a performance management for the organization or for the employee they have seen the changes and i think uh, you the, the the function of hr uh, bear the flag on their hand to make that alignment of the, both the moving um, entities work together collaborate so uh, kudos on that uh, because that's not a very easy role to be there when you are uh, aligning a lot of different stakeholders coming with different uh, goals and uh, use cases uh, but yeah so do you do you really feel that uh, when we are talking about empowerment of 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 these employees so so have that work worked uh, immensely for uh, them to perform better like uh, when when you are seeing uh, empowering them with not apart from maybe not not with a direct um, monetary transaction or without any monetary benefit when you are just em- empowering them with maybe comfortable um, work uh, life balance work from home structure or uh, with uh, leaves uh, like which is not directly uh, direct monetary benefits that they are getting uh, so have you seen empowering them with these kind of initiative and help them perform better as uh, employees uh, what's your take on that uh yes definitely uh, you know employee empowerment has always been working because i would say empowerment's nothing but wherein you are giving you know the accountability that is the employees taking an accountability for their own growth for their own uh, you know upliftment so organization is just playing the role of a facilitator okay mm. where it was the employees empowered to decide on you know though you spoken about the non monetary structure of uh, hybrid work culture and leaves etc i uh, i just want to talk about on the basic things about okay the performance which is you know directly uh, resulting them for their the work what True. they have been hired for or what they are True. being uh, what he calls it that inclined to they have to do it right so if i have to talk about if we are empowering them for their performance management which is a big step so i would say that you know where if employees empowered to decide on the performance you know so the employee is you know in the on a path of where they are in on the progress of skill development because mm-hmm. they would know where am i am lacking and what i'm supposed to do and where i should develop okay and that definitely comes with the feedback 
So when the employee is getting a feedback on how they are doing on their current state and uh, what they need to improve, of, like in the last uh, you know conversation we mentioned about the feedback part, right? The continuous uh, continuous discussion. So how if they can have a, pro, a proper feedback on what they wanted to do it, uh, if they are getting a support from their uh, the organization, from the manager, from the team or from the peers, the area of development. So I would say that, you know, everyone would love to own it and then perform it. I mean, I don't think so there is anyone who would not love to have anything and then, you know, own it and not able to perform it. So it all depends on uh, as long as there are no constraint on tools, right? And employees not dependent on any certain technology or a tool, then the employee is happy to take it up to them. And because then the choice is on the employee, you know, they can decide on what best works, what is the best tool they can, I mean, from leads we you spoke about or the performance, the management, where I can enhance my learning needs, what I wanted to do, this is my career path, everything the employee can choose. And there, organization becomes a facilitator because yeah. to check, are we, you know, to do a check on, you know, are the tools working fine? Can we enhance it? For the employee, is there any best version what we could help with? So that's the power of empowerment. Let's say. Yeah. No, no, very well put. Like I think the feedback cycle and the feedback loop is super important because that, that what I can take out of the points you shared across is, Feedback loop is going to be like, if, if, if a company is not having a proper feedback cycle, that means they're not uh, doing a good job with their, with understanding their employees. So that, that will be my key takeout from uh, uh, what you shared across while, while we are measuring performance or, or we're gen generally seeing the management system out there. Uh, yeah. But, but when, when my question comes to my mind is for the uh, people like yourself, like uh, people in the HR business function or, or uh, those who are uh, kind being the communication channel between the facilitators and, and um, the employees, what are the challenges that you, that you kind of mostly see? Yeah, or you can, if you can tell what has been the greatest challenge uh, you have seen uh, with performance management since you have been there, like from your starting, what kind of general challenges or which was the greatest challenges you have seen? Because we 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 uh, we uh, talked about all the great insights on how it can happen, but there is a flip side of the challenges. The second thing is about your know, uh, element of perception, right? I think that's a common notion. The manager is good, you would get a good rating. The manager is yeah. not having a good perception on you, you might not get it. Or I would say that, uh, you know, the, you know, it is change of the manager also. For example, you're working in an organization and you feel that, you know, there's a change in the manager or the management and then your know, performance management is gone for a toss. So if there is... It, there's a lot of, I would say that element of perception plays an important role and that becomes a, a big challenge for performance management. The third thing is about the process transparency. 
that means you know how could you make a you know an average employee to a better employee okay what is required how do you know how does an employee knows that okay he's an average employee or he's a better top employer employee and what is it required so where is the transparency so it correlates with the my second point which i said that management perception so if yeah. you are in a good perception you tend to have so that also becomes one of the challenge in having the you know transparency in the tool or in the process uh the next point i would say that it is it is you know people driven versus uh process driven so for example you have done a good job or as an employee was done a good job in the last 6 months maybe you would be rated good yeah or you would have done the initial part of your career you would have done good and then later something happens and your performance dips so we call it a recency effect you know so you remember the recent effect and that's how you have been rated for your performance so that becomes so rather than people driven or process driven that has always been a challenge and the next part is of course on the historical data right mm-hmm. so you know a uh, employee has probably there are not two examples probably the employee would have joined as a into a technical lane and later on they moved to the management or would have promoted to technical lead so as an individual contributor the person would have done really great or maybe not good and then you know on an average because of tenure they would have promoted to the lead so how do we have that where do we have the data historical data to go back and see after two before prior to two years or three years so those are some of the challenges what you know have been common across for the performance management and uh, though as i said in the initial that you know initial uh, some of the organization the big org established organization they do have things in process in place but majority of the things i would say this is a general challenge and one also one of the things is the behavioral and the functional aspects you know so earlier it was only what you have been done that is what considered but nowadays yes things are evolving we are coming up yes there are various tools like probably i think you also have so wherein behavioral and the functional aspects are also being considered into picture these days and that is actually helping with the you know in terms of being transparent the tools are giving the you know the transparency to the employees as well as to the organization so i think transparency plays an important role in building trust and that's a matter in performance management no no absolutely i think uh, those are some key pointers that you shared across uh, f- uh i really liked your analogy on the recency and the way historical datas have been seen uh, by by while tracking uh, a performance uh, management because that recency effect or that symptoms plays a very important role like you might be a great performer at uh, in the company while you are joining but if you do not have that consistency or if you are not uh, channelizing on that uh, start that you have got uh, obviously you will be seen by your recent performance that's how that's how every uh, and i really love that analogy like i i think uh, that's that that's a great point to take out for me for all the uh, listeners that will be listening to this uh 
uh and also rightly said like uh there was a time it was more of pleasing your manager kind of a structure which has converted into a proper framework like this the guys in worky are doing a great job structuring it out uh creating a tool for for uh, not only uh tracking the management but also seeing the behavioral uh analogies that goes around the employee life cycle when they are in inside the uh inside the whole like life cycle while walking across uh so yeah if i have to summarize like this is a very tough job to be in like you told like it's a it's a it's not that tough but i i strongly believe that it's a very tough place to be in because you are al- aligning with lot of human centric behavior out there lot of psychology plays happening out lot of emotion plays happening out so that that's that's the reason when you are around a very emotion centric because your product is emotions you're not for a developer it's like writing codes but for you it's like emotions are your product so uh, when it, uh, it it's around lot of psychology and emotion it's always big because m- most of people are different they all act to few kind of structure differently and managing and tracking everything and then uh, evaluating or making a framework to see the performance management is obviously a very tough place to be in uh before before just closing this conversation uh, which i'm actually loving uh can go it or keep it continuing uh before closing i just want to know more about because i came across that you have also uh you came up with a book uh so so i love to know more about what made you uh kind of uh, uh go through this like journey of the book and if you can tell me more about that okay yeah so um it all depends so initial uh, as i mentioned that during my part of my career i have taken a break and that is the time when i reinvented myself and came up so one of the reinvention was in the form of a book which was a oh, surprise that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what i did was so initially yes probably when i took a break because i wanted to i had my personal commitment and then uh, coincidentally or i would say that you know the pandemic also happened so in a way i was good because i felt good okay i was able to take a break for my family commitment because i got a kid uh, but on the other side i felt that yes i was missing from that corporate race you know we had there we talk about fomo fomo right fear of missing out oh i am not there i am at home you know i've taken a break what's going to happen so that's the come because of course i'm a human being <laughs> hr is second syndrome is is actually very good at the same time very bad sometimes as well it depends on so, your ability to cope exactly. with it yeah so i was an i'm an individual a human being first and then the human resource that is a role which i play so yeah. as a normal individual or a human being yes i had that emotion of you know fomo what's happening and um luckily of my you know because of my subject knowledge which or my interest which i am more keen on reading psychology or human uh, behaviors i have done a, a certification in nlp 
so because of those things i was able to uh, you know start my uh, practices on like mindfulness i do journal writing i do gratitude practice so these are some of the things which i do and i just continued on those things nothing but just relax and continue writing doing the journal writing do reading of more of your psychology books uh, what i passionate about it and of course on the gratitude because when the things were we have seen the pandemic i have felt i'm grateful that i'm able to be with my family so that i considered as an opportunity and it so happened that you know with the result of all gratitude when i started writing on linkedin i uh, built something really been part of great community built great uh, with the networks made some new friends uh, you know new connections and with that it resulted a book so 2021 mm-hmm. uh, on the new year i mean the 2021 beginning of the new year i would say that i have gifted myself a book that nimisha is an author so that was a result and that, that's the best feeling to be out there like having your own uh, book about all the experiences or uh, about about uh, the learnings that you have uh, uh, taken all across your whole journey yeah so it definitely talks about how i was i was being a very shy timid girl okay very introvert and how i landed in human resources and what are the practices i follow which i said about the uh, you know the gratitude practice mindfulness the uh, follow the travelers mindset what are the important things to take the life as important right so certain vitals which are important so those are the things which i have uh, you know journaled it in my notebook and that had converted into a book also i shared about the hr aspects which is there in a in an organization so in my practice in my areas of uh, being into hr so what are the things which is required in any for an any hr professional for an aspiring hr professionals to make the organization a great place to work so these are the two things which are combined into the book and that's why it called as my journey to love and peace great i think i think uh, it was great having you on the whole podcast and uh, taking all the insights on performance management about your personal journey as a uh, how you have seen across uh, entire last decade and more and then about your analogies everything coming into a, cy- a circle into a book so like great having you thank you so much for giving your time thank you thank you pb it was really great having the conversation with you and um, of course learning and having a great discussion about performance management and i hope our your community the listeners would have a great learning from today thank you for having me